Oh gosh. I did a double. That was good. A double take on the uh one thing. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the two by two podcast. I'm Danny. I'm Harold. And in case you guys didn't know who that was, that's Harold. He's been gone for two or three weeks now. And uh Yeah, yeah. He's been good to be back. Prancing around the the West. The West, Utah. Almost almost swimming. Yeah. Around <laughs> We had a great time. <laughs> lots of fun. A few good stories. Lots of good. Missed you guys. Yeah. We missed yeah. you too, but uh, Brother Michael Steak and Shake did a fine job in your in your stead. He did awesome. Job. Yeah, he did a good job. We're going to get him on here. Um, he has not been able to uh, to get over here, but he was actually kind of excited about doing it. He was, yeah. you know, he's a good. good guy, man. I can't wait to get him on here and get him, he get him going. He is good. But uh, pretty pretty bold. To come for six weeks and then preach. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was pretty awesome. But he did. A, I mean, you could tell he's a he's a pro. Yeah, yeah, so. he's a good guy. He's a gift. <laughs> he is. Why don't you uh, why don't you pray us in and then I'll get to our sponsors. We got a bunch of them. Let's do it. All Lord, right. thank you for the opportunity today to talk about your word. It is living and active. It is breathed out by you, and it's for our good, for correction, teaching. Thank you for it. The word that reveals you to us tells us how to be saved, and uh, we pray that uh, we can uh, tell others about your word and uh, bless this time in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So we are brought to you today. We are from Burlington Baptist Church, by the way. In case we didn't say that, I don't think we did. But um, we are brought to you now our podcast by a whole host of wonderful sponsors, starting with our oldest sponsor, CrossFit Northern Kentucky, uh, Andrew, Kendra, Mike, and Jen. Uh, there are buddies over there. Um, look for them to for all of your fitness goals and needs. Yep. Uh, they're just a good group of people. It's a great community. Um, Tina and I love all those guys. And then we've got Kentucky Olive, purveyors of fine oils and balsamics. Yes. Um, Tattoo Tina's, located at 7 Shelby Street. You can see her new sign out there that we put, and it's, it's very nice, uh, very nice. And we have Steak and Shake. In Florence, go by uh, Brother Michael Steak and Shake that we were talking about that preached for you. He owns that Steak and Shake, and they are wonderful. Um, I don't. I've never met a person that didn't like Steak and Shake food or their shakes. No, no. And I don't believe. Fries? Oh, yeah. You got to get that trucker cheese. They always talk about that. You yeah. get them little squirrely fries and yeah. the trucker cheese, and you have all sorts of different spices you can put on your fries. Awesome. Yep. And buy serious archery products, and they've also acquired this week. That's uh, Seth Poston. He's a good buddy of mine. And uh, he's getting a lot of my money because it's all hunting stuff, uh, arrows and broadheads. He has acquired Toughhead Broadheads this week. Yeah, Toughhead tough Broadheads um, this week under the Sirius brand. So he's been working through that. We uh, sat on Saturday and worked through some computer issues. They're redirecting Toughhead site to the Sirius site. Oh, yeah. So cool. um, Sirius and uh, and we had some friends at, at Answers in Genesis. Genesis. That was awesome. a lot of sponsors, man. That's we're awesome. we're highfalutin. <laughs> Now on this, on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Highfalutin. We're, we're thankful for our sponsors. We are thankful. We're for thankful for anybody that even Tom, misses. I was <laughs> talking to Tom this week, and uh, I, I gave him a haircut. I didn't give him a haircut, but he got a haircut. But he he, uh, he came in, and I said, dude, I didn't get to the sponsors when me and Jonathan and Sarah, which, by the way, Jonathan and Sarah did a fantastic job yes. last week. Um, she was very nervous about it, but she was really, really good. Uh, he was going, I said, did you like how I put the sponsors right in the middle? He said, no. I did not. Oh, there <laughs> we go. Feedback from the sponsors. <laughs> because I thought you had forgotten. And and in all honesty, we got so into it. 
so quickly that I did forget until sure. the middle of the, of well, the podcast. Danny has to have some guidance sometimes. And, uh, yeah, you'd think that at this point in my life at 45 years old, I would have figured to write some things down or maybe take some notes. But uh, I just don't. It's all right, brother. I just like to fly by the seat of my pants. You just do it. If they've been listening for a while, they they know that you think? that's the way we do it. <laughs> so let's talk about let's talk about some good stuff. I, I, after your sermon on Sunday, Tina and I went. This has nothing to do with anything other than I'll get to the point here in a sure. second. We went go to uh, Cabela's in Lexington, and then we have a pizza place that we really really like that's really close to there that we we like to eat there. But on the way down, I was thinking about Paul. Right. And you kind of know how my mind works. It goes all up 45 different directions. But, you know, as, as the Bible goes, we know a lot about Paul from the book of Acts and from his letters, right? But there's a really a lot to Paul mm. before he ever became Paul, when he was Saul of Tarsus or when he was a young man growing yeah. up with the rabbi, right? So I think your sermon on Sunday really kind of made me focus on pre-Paul Paul and how he talks to Timothy and how he instructs him, right? And I, I mean, that doesn't, I don't expect you, to ex, I don't expect you to expound on that topic, but I just kind of thought about, I see a lot of the characteristics of what I believe to be younger learning yeah. Paul in, in this letter to Timothy. Do you yeah. see that? Yeah. And, and so this is Paul's last letter. Mm-hmm. He's getting ready to be executed. And uh, I think he hits the main things with them being, you know, stick with the word. And this Sunday he's going to be preached the word. But, right. but but this Sunday is just have the right view of the word. Right. Like this is from God. And uh, it's profitable. It's sufficient. It's it's what the people need more than anything else. And uh, it's, and so I, I think it's good for teaching, reproof, correction, training in righteousness. Uh, Timothy, don't, I mean, just focus on the word. Right. And uh, yeah, I'm certain he'd learned that. And so, so let's talk about that for a second. Um, and and we we have been reminding ourselves in our Sunday school class again. We're going through the Book of Acts and 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 just kind of how it kind of parallels everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. But in the Book of Acts and, and and Timothy, so Timothy's got a Greek dad. He's got a Jewish mom, so he knows both things probably. And it was very very instrumental for Paul to be able to to, to minister to the Greeks mm-hmm. because of Timothy and, and and probably Luke as well. But um, they don't have a Bible, right? That they can go and sit down and go, "Hey, yeah. I want to talk to you." So when he talks about scripture, he's talking about Old Testament scripture, right? Because yeah. this letter hasn't made it into the New Testament. We're we're still two hundred and some years away from that, right? Yeah. So certainly he had some access to Old Testament scriptures right. and uh, verse fifteen, the sacred writings, right? Would be Old Testament mm-hmm. scriptures, and then this word scripture, grapha, is it came to be known as both Old and New Testament, right? And so. Maybe some access to some of the gospel materials, but right. but not you know not like not like the he's got one of these <laughs> where you can walk around bound. right right yeah when you know and you know we kind of talk about that especially when we went through Book of Thessalonians you you, you know you're dropping off you're looking at a group of people like I'm going to teach you for a couple of weeks but you need to write some of this stuff down because you know I'm not able to to stay with you and, and the same kind of thing lean on. Lean on this scripture. So, yeah. and, and then we get to all scripture is God breathed and, yeah. and suitable for, for yeah. teaching. And, and, and you know, we we talk about taking take open the word that you know four hundred years ago, before, right? Before the Reformation, before the printing press, right? I mean, that would be foreign to say everybody right. take out your word because it was such limited access. And so, you know, we were really blessed to have copies of yeah. the word. You know, I, and I guess maybe going through school. It, 
going through school has kind of taught me to when I think about when I look at I look at these instructions in a whole different light, right? When I think about there were people who were being prosecuted by the church for wanting people to have their own Bible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, and that wasn't their, that long ago. Yeah, Wycliffe yeah. and those guys they they lost their lives yeah. trying to get the word to the common man. Right. And uh so we're thankful for those who would sacrifice so that we could have a copy of the word. Right. Now now what do you think that what do you think as Timothy's reading this letter? And I mean we get to, you know, well, let's let's start somewhere else. Let's go to the, the all scriptures God breathed. Are we skipping ahead too far? No. And suitable for teaching and correction. That's a popular verse. Yeah. Right? And especially with people who who want to have the it comes up between believers quite a bit, in my opinion, and it has with me before, where where it's Old Testament, New Testament, this, that, and the other, and you so all all scripture. The whole book is right. Yeah. And if there's one thing wrong, the whole book is wrong, right? Yeah. I mean, can we yeah. agree with that? Yeah. If we right. can pick and choose, then yeah. then who? Yeah. Who's to say? And uh, you know, I heard a great analogy on on preaching this morning, and I. I can't remember. It basically was if, if if there's a part of it's wrong, then throw the whole thing out. Right. Sure. Yeah. And so, you know, Paul deals with that and says all scripture right. is God breathed. Mm-hmm. And so it's all profitable. It's all sufficient. And we don't get to pick and choose. And and there are plenty of liberals who, you know, they're like, Well, well this is good it, and this is not and, Well you said something in your sermon that I I mean I guess I, I guess I realize it but just don't you know, sometimes I just don't put thought to it. There are actual churches. Oh yeah, that will take sections and go. Well, you know, we're not sure about this. We're gonna. What do you? What do you? What do you mean you're not sure about this? Yeah, I, yeah. I just you know that's very foreign to me, and I've been I guess extremely lucky in my lifetime to where any church that I've attended, and you know, obviously including this one, has been extremely Bible based. Right. Yeah. I believe this book is is true. Yeah. And and if I look hard enough, I'll find the truth in everything. Yeah. So, scripture is is kind of like judges you know there's certain judges that feel like the constitution is is changing and evolving and there are people who think the scriptures are changing and evolving right and uh uh, well it was written a long time ago and so it just it it, it, now if it was written today it would be okay with no it god's the same yesterday today and forever and uh We we want to stand, and then I tell the church, you know, this is a big battleground. We we most of us would say, yeah, we agree with that. Let's go on to the next thing. But right. but it is a a battleground, especially younger generations. We talked about that. Yeah. Less and less of the younger generation believes in the sufficiency of Scripture, and uh, that's on us to say no. This, this is from God. This is what we need, and culture may change. But the word doesn't change. I'm going to ask you, you know, we're going to get back to that. You know, we talked last week, Jonathan and, and Sarah and I, about um, kind of forming the gospel to fit culture, which is a terrible idea, right? Yeah. The gospel stands on its own. But but when we get back to that, let's, you know, what do you say when you encounter a younger person, right? And I and this has happened to me, and I'll tell you this, this has happened to me in my own home because I have 20-somethings and I sure. have teenagers. Well, they say, you know, I just don't know if that applies to today. That was written so long ago, yeah. and, and I'm just not sure that those rules apply to today. How do you approach that? Yeah, well, I think we go back and say we have a creator, mm-hmm. and uh, because he is our creator, he has authority over us, and he loves us and gave us instructions that would be for our good. And so he has instructions about male, female, and, and to multiply and be fruitful, and all those is for the good of the people to to further the 
generations. Right. And uh, and he knows what's best because he's our creator. Right. He wants what's best. Uh, he knows what, co- I mean, you know, I listened on the radio yesterday. They was talking about the shootings in in Cincinnati yep. on the 4th. And just, they, they talked about uh, f- fatherless, fatherless families. Right. And, uh, you know, there's people even that aren't Christians that recognize. Right. And there's, that, that's becoming a big issue. Sure, and yet we we look back to the scriptures and we say, you know, God had a design for the family, for a, a husband and a wife, raising their kids, yep. and He gives us all these instructions, and we wonder why everything's gone to, to whatever it's gone to, and we think, well, we, because we left heck in a handbasket, yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. We've we've left His instructions, right? And so uh, this country was founded on right. the Bible, biblical principles, and uh, well, I mean, we could. We can show them that. I mean, right. We can all you know, kinds of. I listen, you know, kind of to back that up. I listen to a podcast. It's a three of seven podcast. It's a Jesus based podcast. The guy's a ex Navy SEAL and an ultra runner. He's nuts, by the way, but it's a really good Jesus based podcast. And he talks about, he's reading a book right now from John Adams, mm-hmm. second president, devout Christian, yeah. right? Yeah. And this book was written by him and by some people that knew him. And, and just some of the stuff, it's like, yeah. the, for, if, for you to doubt, this is in the guy's words who knew, yeah. when I signed this, it probably is a death certificate. When we try to uphold this, but everything that they put in there was, was Bible-based stuff. It says yeah. right there, you know, and there yeah. were some people on there that were not Christians and, and, you know, and he talks about that and this and the other, but, you know, the country's founded on that. Yeah, Something that you said, Though that that kind of is ironic, and I kind of talk to my kids about this, or or you know, when it comes up, and it's not like a continual conversation in our house. But did it ever occur to you that nothing ever occurs to God? He already knew it was coming, right? And that's not mine, by the way. I think I heard Kent Hovind say that years ago in one of his um, one of his uh, seminars or whatever. But but nothing ever occurred. He knew all of this was coming, right? He knows all of this stuff. So so. Don't you think he was smart enough to put in this book instructions that we can use at any time? It's the living word. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So and, that's an interesting. And even in this chapter and in chapter four, I mean, he's going to talk about, you know, there's coming a time when <clears throat> this is next week. I've been studying it about, you know, people's not going to tolerate sound doctrine. Right. And they're going to want teachers that tickle their ears. And I mean, he, he knew that was coming and we should expect it. Right. But we're still to stand on the word and, and uh, we, we, we got to pray that America get back to the word because we've seen the the results of trying to do it our way and yeah. uh, you know redefining marriage, redefining male female, redefining everything. We 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 just we're Romans one. We we deny the truth. Uh, we try to do it our way, and and God gives us up to that. I mean, if that's what the way you want it, then you, He'll let you bear the consequences of right. that. And I think right. we we certainly see that. Well, well, let's talk about. You know, something that you said, you know, if the majority of the country is believes in God or or says that they're Christian or believe in God or believe in something, why wouldn't they unite as as all of these things are going on and they see that these things, why is everybody, why is everybody so silent about it? You you know, all of these things that are, that are against God's word and against, you know, the, well, what do you think about the word of God? goes against uh, the cultural, where we're at as a culture, right. especially LGBTQ and all that. I mean, the, the Bible is just really clear about that. Sure. And uh, you, you can't have it both ways. I mean, you can't buy into all the, the worldly uh, beliefs now and and 
live according to the scriptures right. because they're they're contrary to each other, and so that that's where the rub comes. Right, and uh, and so then you've got to, you know, this whole thing of denying God. You you don't want moral accountability. You want anything to go, and again, not only do they want that tolerated now, but they want it celebrated. Right. And as Christians, we got to say no. We can't celebrate it because it's wrong. And right. You can call us what you want to, lock us up, whatever. We we can't say. Well, that gets us back to the old conversation of I can love you and support you without yeah. celebrating. Yeah. Something that I don't believe in. Yeah. Right. And if we say we believe in the Word of God, then then we got to stand on something on what the right. Word of God says. So what you so so and I mean this is well, we're a little going a little bit off topic, but I mean it all ties into to living by God's Word. Is you just you think there's just a, a lot of people out there that that don't want to upset the apple cart? You got the you got the minority of people making all the noise. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just using minority majority because according to surveys, the, the majority of the United States still believes in God. Well, right. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean they live like they should, or and I I mean I live like I should all the time, you know. But you would think that at some point they would say, "Hey, enough is enough. Let's get back to yeah. Let's get back to what." What what's going on, and we're losing, you know, yeah. kind of losing control of but, what's but happening the, here. The sexual evolution, you know, they they've pushed so hard and so fast, uh, and and there's no retreat for them, right? And so they've got to minimize the scriptures. They got to make us look as bigots or or intolerant or whatever they can uh, to say we're so out of touch. And yet we 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 just want to be true to our Creator, right? And uh, we just believe that His ways are best. And uh, and stand on that, right? And there are plenty who, you know, they especially our young people. I, you know, more and more of them, culture is so counter to the scriptures. Yeah, that uh, a lot of times they just don't know what to do with it. And so we we try to talk about some reasons why we can be confident in the scriptures that they're from God. We got manuscripts. We've seen change lives. We've it's been attested to. It's been tried. It's I mean everybody's tried to discount the scriptures for years. Right. And it's the the most tried and tested book in history. And uh, you know there's these prophecies that were you know hundreds of years before they took place. Right. They happened exactly as they. I mean, uh, if you look at the evidence, uh, you you should be persuaded if you're willing to be persuaded by the evidence. It's there. So you, you talk about evidence and, 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 you know, faith and reason has been very forefront in my mind only because I've had a couple of classes on it about how, you know, how do you, how do you uh, merge having faith with reasoning through some of the things, you know, something that I learned recently and I didn't realize, I don't know if we've talked about this, but they were talking about, you know, Jesus is a historical figure mm-hmm. and, and you were talking about the gospel and everything else and it says, what if I, you know, in this, the book that I was reading basically said, what if I started off by telling you that there is actually, actually more proof outside of religious writings that sure. Jesus was a historical figure than there was for Julius Caesar? Would you believe in him then? So he goes on to say, there's actually more proof that Jesus existed outside of religious writings than there is for Julius Caesar. Yeah. But what we just assume because the history books say, right? So it's one of those things, the proof is there. Sure. And then the proof is here. And when you talk about that, you know, especially with, with what you preached on, it's in here if you look for it. Yeah. If you want an answer about living together before you get married or you want an answer about, you know, the sexual revolution, you want an answer about that stuff or how to do it. It you just got to look for it. Yeah, it's somewhere it's, in here because yeah, this book is. And we said this is. A, I mean, we got forty authors, mm-hmm. sixty-six books, fifteen hundred years. 
one central message right. about redemption. We, we've been separated from our Creator through our sin, and God has sent His Son Jesus to rescue us. I mean, that's the main message, and, and all the authors hit it a little bit different, but the the central message is is the same. Yep. And uh, I mean, it's just you, you get forty people to to have a central message. Yep. It's a yeah. awesome. God well, had to be behind that. Well, and you look at you know, I, I think too. One of the things that I look at is, you know, we, we've talked about this before, is like, you look at a book like Habakkuk, nobody really knows, even people, <laughs> I mean, it's terrible to say, but you rarely run into somebody who's like, I'm, a, I'm an expert at that book, right? Sure. But then you start digging in there, and you know, I always tell Courtney, because Courtney uses that a lot when she does her devotions and stuff like that, she uses that book, and you get in there, and it's like, man, that's a great book. Yeah. There's so much stuff in there, and you think that, well, that's not really applicable. It's completely applicable. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's just it's just where you. I mean, you can <clears throat> preach through the minor prophets and be applicable on any given Sunday, Absolutely. just with what's going on. You're going to depress a lot of people, but you. Yeah, <laughs> and just if if you look back over history and see how many nations were f- at least looked to biblical right. values for right. their judicial system, and well, if you look to the ones that didn't. And see what happened to them. It's also a bad. It's also a pretty good history lesson, right? I mean, you yeah. look to the ones who kind of shunned it, and you go, "Well, yeah, that didn't really work out really sure. well for them." Yeah, and it won't us either. No, it won't. If, uh, no, I mean, you know, that's the funny thing is, brother Mike. When brother Mike preached, he said, "You know, the battle is already won, right?" Yeah. But the script written to the it, it's written too, yeah. right? You want the country to get better, you're going to have to stand up and you're going to have to do something because we're gonna we're gonna get, and it's not persecution like we. At this point of history, yeah, not like some of the churches back in in Rome and things like that, yeah. but 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 it's it, coming. It's coming, absolutely. sure, and sure, and we might not see it. Right, we might, we might. Our, our younger, yeah. our kids will. Mom, I got a grandbaby now. You know that's that's little. Yeah, and I've done a good job, by the way. I'm not bringing him up every single minute of the time, but uh, yeah. I saw him last night. But what's it going to be like for him? Yeah, right? oh, it's going to be harder for younger you know, generations if you know for those who are bold enough to. Uh, Bold enough to uh, stand on the faith yeah. once we're all delivered to the saints. And so, you know, the scriptures are, they, they tell us how to be saved, and then they tell us the, how to live like Christ. Yeah. And uh, that's going to be a challenge. It is a challenge. I mean. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a challenge now. Yeah. What? So what did you uh, What did you want to hit and, and emphasize before uh, before we get to other things? I mean, you, I thought you did a wonderful job. You, can't, you know. Well, just that this is from God. Right. It's from God. It's, man didn't write this. No. God breathed it. He he moved people. He car- they they were carried along by the Spirit, and so this this is not some man. Other religions is just man made stuff, but right. this is from God, for His creation, and uh, we can know Him. What what a gift! We we neglect the Scripture sometimes. This, this is God's good gift to us that we can know Him. We can know the One who created us, and uh, and so continue in the uh, in the Bible. I mean, that's the first verse we looked at Sunday was uh, continue in what you've learned and firmly believe. Continue in, in the scriptures. And, and we all need to be nudged by the Spirit sometimes to to spend some time in the Word. And so uh, that and just just it's it's where we look to. And, yeah. Uh, and, and again, helping a younger generation uh, have faith in the scriptures, right. I think, is key. I mean, I think that's going to be the battleground for the church. Uh, because again, the the culture is so contrary to to the teachings of Scripture, we we're just going to have to battle for for the souls of our young people. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, now what we have twenty something kids, 
20 somethings kids. We don't have 20 something. We have six kids, but yeah. And an 18 year old. And, and you know, every day Tina and I, we would pray together before I go to work or come in here and, and pray, you know, pray for our kids and help them yeah. get in the right direction. And we're going to continue to pray. They've all been baptized yeah. and they've all, you know, accepted yeah. Jesus, but the, that's the, that's the, yeah. and I, I believe they're going to be in heaven yeah. and I believe that they're, but it, but but the rest of their lives is the fight, right? I yeah. want you to go down the right path, and I want you to to I want you to yeah. And and we had know, some conversations this morning about about younger kids, and they've got to be under the word, right? And uh, <clears throat> they they might shake their heads sometimes, but uh, they need to hear God's inerrant, infallible word because it tells them how to be saved. It tells them how to live, and uh, they they need to know we believe it, and and. Uh, that's so important. Tina, Tina says this sometimes, and 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 I, you know, I don't really think about it. I just, at the time, it's just what we did is when, when when they lived with me, when they came into our house, my house, we sat down and I said, we go to church on Sunday morning. Yeah, that's what we do here. This is how it's, you know, and they were little. I mean, yeah. you know, they and and I said, so we're going to get up on Sunday morning, and it's going to be a fight sometime. <laughs> yeah, you know, and sure. but we're going to go to church because that's. An hour of the week that we can give back, you yeah. know, at the time, I, you know. And and, 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 and they, she, that really stood out to her. But to me, that was just kind of the way yeah. we did things. Well, you know, and as men, we've things. got to lead that. Yeah. And, and we've we've got to be there with them. One, one of the things I did right, you, you know, in between the many things I probably did wrong, but, you know, was – you know, get let's get a base going here yeah. because it, you know I know that in my life even when I was when I kind of fell away, I always had the base of you know I sh- Sunday morning I should be up and getting church even though I played music till three in the morning last night and or you know whatever but yeah yeah but yeah so get in the word and and this Sunday if you join us Paul's going to say preach the word that's right proclaim this that's good right. news and uh, he's going to talk about how he finished his race and uh, we're going to be challenged yeah it's got my well, it's one of my favorites. Good. Genesis Genesis three nineteen is one of my favorites because I always think about you know but and both of those verses in the, or in the book of the book of Eli where it says you know I've, I've fought the good fight I've finished the race yeah but then you know and then you think back to some of Paul's other writings where he talks about if I die I go to glory and if I you know if I stay here yeah I, yeah I get to make more ground yeah. you know I get to win more souls and, and make more ground which is yeah. he had a pretty good attitude that guy you know good way to live yeah you know, absolutely I don't know if. I don't know if I got imprisoned and beat up as many times as Paul if I would have had that kind of attitude. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. I mean, he was constantly getting yeah getting beat. Yeah. But yeah, that's a that's an interesting thing. What else? We we got a bunch of stuff going on. We got senior luncheon today that will be done senior, by the time we senior we luncheon get done. and uh, the airs. Got some baptisms coming up this week. A lot of baptisms. The Lord has been so good to us. Yes, I've seen some fruit and kids come back from camp and some of them got saved and uh, the Lord's been adding to our number. It's exciting, exciting time. You know, you, it, there's sometimes in ministry it's more fruitful than others. Yeah, and uh, you 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 labor through the the unfruitful seasons, but man, you rejoice in the times where there's lots of fruit. And I just praise the Lord for that. It's, I can't, it's exciting to come on Sundays. And, I can't remember who it was, but Sunday. After the first service, of course, we had so many people standing up, which is amazing, yeah, right? And, and and don't feel bad for any of you guys who think that we don't. We'll sing till four o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> if you guys want to keep coming up and talking to, about getting about knowing Jesus. But um, 
it was somebody randomly said, well, I guess we're making up for the 52 we were supposed to get last year. <laughs> amen. Because <laughs> we didn't, well, COVID really put a squash on that. But yeah, uh, yeah. But, Praise uh, the Lord. Amen. Amen. So come visit us. And uh, Billy and Amanda are going to get baptized Sunday. Yep. And we got Lily and... Ainsley's Ainsley's getting baptized. We're working on that and figuring out what day that is. And we got a bunch, man. I told, I said, let's. It wouldn't hurt my feelings if baptism was part of our every week service. Amen. You know, I think that's amazing. And you know, and especially at a time, real quick. You know, I kind of thought about there's there's other people that work at church that come into the barbershop, right? And they and they talk about. Our numbers are kind of down and this, that, and the other. And they'll go, how's your church? And I'm like, mm, we're growing. You know, you kind of feel kind of bad, right? Because, you know, they're, they're going through these struggles. And, and they were like, what are y'all doing? And I said, like, I don't know. Just, the Lord's just Yeah, gracious. just the Lord's just blessing us. And, and, and you know, I get he, oh, of course, he expects us as leaders to be responsible. Yeah. And and, yeah. and you'll get these people going in the, in the correct well, direction. you know, and, uh, you know, I always say, a great commitment to the Great Commission to build a great church, and we got people going out and yep. and well, we got to come forward and just said, "I want to get in on that." Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Praise the Lord, Amen. Older guy. Yeah, yeah. So, it's like, hey, I want to get in on that. It's like, yeah. yeah, you're you're hired. Yeah, you're in. You're in. <laughs> Gospel to every home. That's right. We'll sign you up today, baby. All right. Well, and we got Gospel to every home still going on, which is Sunday a, night. We're going to do some more. That's right. Come on out. All right. You want me to pray us out? Yes, sir. All right. Lord, we just thank you so much for this opportunity to get together and, and, and talk about your word. Lord, we just thank you for just, um, we just thank you for the Bible mm-hmm. and just the instructions we get, Lord, and on, on each page and, and, and every different uh, book that we look at with it, different authors and things going on. Lord, we just can just look and just find you and find Jesus and, and, and redemption and, and our story and, and what we're supposed to do as Christians. We thank you so much for that. Lord, help us to... Help us to be able to emphasize to the people that we meet how important this book is and how important it is to, to our lives, Lord, and so that they would see that they can be important for them too. And thank you, Lord, for just the opportunity to go out and spread the gospel. And thank you for the emphasis and the enthusiasm in this church to go do that. And we just know that all of that's from you. And we thank you for um, just, just continually to add to our numbers. And Lord, help us to, as, uh, as, as leaders to be responsible and as a church to just help all those people grow a little bit closer to you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.